Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radio Land. This is Those Muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. I'm Pete. I'm Bobby. And this is episode number 127 and a very special Halloween spectacular. Tell them what we're doing in this episode, Pete. You know, I was going to be like, we should do a bunch of spooky stuff. But then I was like, that takes research and like effort. And none of us were prepared. I woke up like an hour ago. Yeah, I just yeah. got finished stuffing a rainbow bagel into my face. So I, I, yogurt. I yeah. meant to eat chili before we got on because I have some leftover from a thing I went to last night. But uh, it's eh, right out of time. I'll eat did, afterwards. Did I'm you know that? Hungry. Did you know that rainbow bagels taste exactly like regular bagels? Oh, what's the difference then? Aesthetics. They're, ra- they're rainbow colored. Yeah. Aesthetics. That, mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I really want one now. <laughs> that's all. That's all there is. I also just um, looked over and saw a bag of combos. Which, that's like yeah. asking what is the difference between Chase Manhattan Bank and Chase Manhattan Bank sponsoring a Pride Day float? No colors, it's just aesthetics. It's just rainbow they, colored. Exactly, it means nothing. The employees taste exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, well, if we want to get into the uh, the start of it here, uh, I finally found out if I yeah I say if when I go to prison, inevitably at some point. <laughs> I feel like if you live a if you live a, a risky enough life as I do, I'm going to end up in prison at some point. Um, right. But what it's for, I have no idea. But uh, I finally figured out when I go to prison, what will make me stab somebody. And I don't mean in like a self-defense kind of way or like he had to do it to survive. I mean, just because I want to stab somebody. Um, so right now in the. Um, oh, Would you do it you- with like a spoon you found, like just sharpen down one edge and just go chop. Or what, 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 what's your shank of choice? Um, I don't know. Probably the toothbrush. I think the sharpened toothbrush. toothbrush yeah. Okay. That'd be the I, easiast thing to get a hold of. Exactly. That you don't have to steal a spoon from the mess hall. So the j- so basically in the Washington, in the DC jail, there's a wing of the jail known as the Patriot Wing. It's where all okay. the January 6th insurrectionists are put. Oh, wonderful. Um, and so there's a big problem Patriot is wing. they're they need worried- to just intermingle them with all the other criminals, right? Because that would be like way more deserving of what they did, which is actual crimes. Well, the problem is they're like they're <laughs> radicalizing each other now that they're all stuck in the same thing. Um, and oh, one of the, the in, so this says this is a quote. It says in one of his court motions, the suspect's defense lawyer calls Donald Trump's words false and conspiratorial, and tries to indicate that the defendant Civic has distanced himself from that. Um, we've seen a number of defendants try that with mixed results. Okay. Um, his defense lawyer says uh, uh, he are trying to throw Trump under the bus. Well, like the, really the, hard. Well, this guy specifically, they said this guy volunteered to go into solitary confinement to get away from the other defendants. So this guy wants to get out of jail because he can't stand being around the other patriots. Um, oh, so this guy finally figured it out. It's like, oh, I was being lied to that whole time. And now listening to other people talking like he used to talk like he's like, oh, God, these people are crazy. I think it's kind of like, you know, like the Facebook groups that everyone follows different Facebook groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think he realized that when if you were locked in a room with just that Facebook group, mm-hmm. you oh. lose your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I follow a um, oh, it's like a foraging and like mushrooms in like Western okay. New York group. Right. And it's interesting. But if I was locked in a jail wing with just the mushroom forager people, I'd also be asking <laughs> to go into solitaire. What Facebook groups do you think you could be locked in a room with forever and be okay with it? Probably just this podcast. <laughs> Honestly, like I feel like if they created the Muckrakers wing and it was just us three and Wesley, I'd be okay oh, that'd with be that. Wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was um, on board till you said and Wesley. I don't really know Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley's fantastic. 
Um, so the reason I would stab people and the reason he wants to get out of this wing so bad is they have they've created their own Patriot newspaper that they write and pass around. Um, and here's what and, and they like they 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 have like readings of the Constitution every day. They write their own newspaper and give it to themselves. That's like the ultimate echo chamber, right? These yeah. are words I said. I'm going to read them now. The part, though, that made me go, I would stab all these constitution every day. That's got to be held <laughs> oh, no. for the citizens who think it's a fake document. I, I, oh, wanted, true. I wanted to stab them when I found out every night at nine o'clock, they all get together and sing the Star Spangled Banner. Wait, oh. that's real. That's Oh, say, can you see um, anything better to do with your time? Because, yeah. The, oh, yeah, they also they do that and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, here, here's my thing. Both of those gave me nightmares because I, I remember very specifically going, going to like, you know, Christian school in like first and second grade and like elementary mm-hmm. school. I remember every morning it's like 6 a.m. You've got a fucking headache because you didn't get enough sleep. They have the worst lighting in elementary schools and you're sitting there and you're tired and they're making you stand up and sing the star spangled banner and do the pledge of allegiance every fucking morning. And if I could have stabbed that teacher, then I would have done it then. But like (laughs) as an adult, when I have stabbing powers, Mm -hmm. are you fucking kidding me? Like when you're strong enough to make the stabbing happen. Oh, I don't know how many of them I could, I could get through before somebody stopped me, but I'm guessing I could get through at least three of them before I was taken down and somebody, you know, was able to pull the shank away from me. I, like you got the trick is to move on to the second one before the first one even hits the ground. That way people are still like reacting and being like, oh, what's wrong with that guy? Wait, it happened again. Then by the third one, they begin to establish a pattern. And if you're quickly enough, then they'll start to realize, wait, wait, he's him. It's him. And by that I, point, you're on to number five. Right. I like to think I would and just then they do, tackle you. I would just do like the general grievous. But instead of lightsabers, it's just sharpened toothbrushes. And I'm just like <laughs> swinging them around, just cutting through fake patriots. Um, mm-hmm. cause there's nothing more annoying than being like, uh, uh, like if you guys haven't enjoyed being on the subway in New York when someone's like, hi guys, uh, I need some money. So I'm going to sing real off key Macy gray at the top I've, of my lungs. I've seen that before though. Like whenever we were on the bus to, um, up to Maine, like some people would randomly get off and be like, hello, everyone. I just want you to know I'm not a beggar, but I'm on some hard times right now. And, and, and yeah. I'm going to go and say the star spangled banner is not a good song. <laughs> that's the one they choose which songs would they have to sing for you to give them money in jail like the january 6 nah, riders nah nah just like uh on the the new york uh subway if the someone only- started singing a certain song would you be like you know what that's cool here you have a dollar well, the, for on the subway to get money for me they either have to be really really good or mm-hmm. so awful that it causes an incident <laughs> Like I saw like some of those like subway dancers one time they were so bad that they accidentally kicked the cell phone out of a gentleman's hand. Um, Wonderful. And, and I was like, do you get money for that? That was fucking funny. <laughs> you actually um, gave him money whenever you saw that. Like, yeah, perfect. Cause that's Here, fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, you try to dance and you fall and like hit your head. You get money. Cause that's fucking hilarious. Um, the only way, the awesome. only song I'd be okay with the January six riders singing at nine o'clock every night would be, I fought the law and the law won. Mm-hmm. I'd be so okay. Funny. I'd be okay with that. Um, sheriff. So anyway, yeah. Apparently, apparently, it's super annoying and like, yeah, they really, they really feel and believe that they are like political prisoners and like that any day now that someone's gonna free them. Ooh, like Trump because he's still secretly the president. Here, you all get a pardon, bigly. Yeah. Which is weird that he didn't midnight pardon a bunch of people at the <laughs> end, right? 
Well, it's not really because he only ever pardoned people that uh, did him favors, right? Like yeah, people yeah. that it was financially no, he, beneficial to him to pardon. Yeah. Those are the ones or people that had dirt on him. None of these right. people uh, would give him money if he let them out. None of these people had dirt on him. So he had absolutely zero reason to pardon them. So he's just like, no, fuck him. Honestly, if I was uh, like a shitty president, and I was <laughs> mad that I lost. I'd pardon every federal death row inmate that I could get my hands. I'd be signing pardons up to like when midnight struck and I could like, I would basically release Arkham Asylum back onto Gotham. Well, I mean, it'd be president up till 11 a.m. on January 11th. So right, right, right. until 11 a.m. you could be signing them. Yeah, I'd just be like, oh, pardon. I mean, it's, it's not, you can, you can issue in addition to pardons, a stay of execution, meaning don't execute this person. You don't necessarily have to release, you know, child stabber 3000 at yahoo.com back onto the street but you just say, if no, i was in jail forever but if i was if i was that kind of president like if i was a um if i was a fucking super villain president like he was oh, i would i would release baby stabber 3000 if you were a super villain liberal president though just to just to fuck with people um do a stay of execution for everybody in texas and nowhere else and then just like eat out of there because that would be so funny <laughs> oh man because they're so proud of that texas mm -hmm. is so fucking proud of killing people we murder people all the time um you guys did it was me. eddie izzard who was like uh we really don't know what to do with you if you've murdered too much like if you murder one person okay well you were very naughty we're going to lock you up and throw away the key life mm -hmm. in prison if uh you murder somewhere between three and five people uh, we send you down to Texas. They hit you over the head with a mallet. Boom, you're dead. But if you murder something like three million people, like Pol Pot died on house arrest. You know, it's like we yeah. really don't know. It was, uh, it was. Uh, oh, you murdered three point two five million people. Wow, you must get up very early in the morning. Uh, yeah, man. Winners. The person's an icon. Winners win, man. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just poor, poor poultry pot did not get a stay of execution. He was not as, as lucky oh, as a rooster a, Peter had. Well, we had fucking, a, I, um, fucking, what's his name? Libya. Who am I thinking of? Muammar Gaddafi. Gaddafi. You ever see the video of how Gaddafi died? No, but I heard no. that Putin watches saw, it over and over. He really? He was sodomized with a bayonet. Oh, not that's fun. the guy. Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't good. It was deserved, but it was not. I see. I don't want to watch it. I can imagine. I got a good imagination. I don't need to actually you, um, you think and then you see it and you're like, that is not what I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's with, with I swear to God with the Internet, like I've seen things that like I probably would never see in my life. And I am I, I kind of. I took a step back from the internet and I'll never forget. Did you guys remember when rotten.com was really popular yes. where you could just watch dead bodies all day? Mm -hmm. You guys remember yeah, the, the first time I heard about that? Cause I liked horror movies. So I'm just like, Oh cool. Yeah. Let's check this out. And then it's just, it's not quite as uh, it's not as fun as uh, Freddy Krueger well, squishing roaches and uh, stuff. Well, the weird thing about rotten.com was there's that kid in every grade that got way into it, you know? Yeah. Um, while the rest mm -hmm. of us were kind of sad because basically we lost our innocence yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, you start to learn the difference between um, actual violence and artistic representations of violence really fast. That was the first time I took a step back from the Internet at like 12. Like I was like, oh, this is going to be fool. Ratten.com. Oh, man, this is funny. Man versus shotgun. Oh, oh that's yeah, the shotgun oh, one.
Yeah, I was like, yeah, breaking, that's... breaking news. Oh, hang on, let me let me read this real quick. Is it about um, John Joe Manchin? Is no. Donald is Donald Trump president again? Oh no! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Could exactly. you imagine? Oh, it's Hillary exactly Clinton president. People. Oh, that would be the dream. Exactly the people you're talking about right now, but this time Japan flavored. So there's a waifu probably. Um, there's yeah. been stabbing. I heard attack. waifu. It's this is right attack. up the alley for the this is breaking news that was made for this podcast. Um, in uh, Tokyo, there has been at least 17 people injured in a uh, Tokyo subway stabbing attack. How many deaths? Suspect, I'm guessing zero. The suspect who reportedly dressed as the Joker character was arrested for attempted murder after the stabbing rampage. He also started a fire on the train with smoke filling uh, with smoke filling the carriages. It's apparently 24 year old man. Um, oh, he had his whole life ahead of him. Yeah, he was dressed in a green shirt, a blue suit with a purple coat. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was part of Halloween celebrations. So hooray, we have another one—a terminally this, online chode. This wouldn't the even lack, make in America when someone called himself the Joker. He went on a mass shooting spree and killed like a hundred people in a theater. This guy, because he's in Japan and they don't have easy access to firearms, he dresses the Joker and stabs 17 before they took him down. Yes, but I'm guessing most of them or all of them will live. Yeah, so that's exactly. the difference between... Is it, is it weird um, that I'm imagining the robot so from Futurama? It's starting to sound like it really is guns that kill people, not people that kill people. Just saying. Like, no, like seriously. I really, I really, whenever someone brings up, they're like, guns are just tools, like a shovel. You can kill someone with a shovel. Do you want to ban shovels too? I'm like, well, when someone is capable mm-hmm. of injuring 500 people and killing more than 50 from 200 yards away out of the 30th story window of a Las Vegas hotel with a shovel, then yes, I would say we need to mm-hmm. seriously consider regulating shovels. I'm going to throw it in there. That's not possible. We, mm-hmm. you know, you know, everyone talks about like the softening of uh, men are losing, you know, we're losing masculinity, like blah, 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 right? The My, uh... softening of America. You know what? I think we've got real soft when it comes to killing. A real man does his killing by hand. He doesn't yeah, ask gonna say, people with a gun. I think in like the first episode of Muckrakers, I brought up the argument. Okay, so if guns don't kill people, people kill people. If that is true, if gun activists believe that, then what do you need a gun for? If a bad guy with a gun comes into your house, it's not like you're no longer human. If you don't have a gun, pick up a rock, kill him, protect your entire family against yep. the guy with the gun with a rock. Well, it's guy- if you really believe that, then keep a shovel under your pillow. Right? Yeah, exactly. I keep yeah. a shovel holstered in my pocket at all times. And also you know, the whole, you know, guns don't kill people or people kill people. Uh, a, a gun doesn't shoot itself. It's like, well, none of us have ever argued that guns are hovering around shooting people. They're not magical guns, right? I'm going like, to go ahead not, and tell you. Yeah. Listen, man, the reason that the power. shovel, the shovel is underrated as a weapon, right? Because after you kill someone with a shovel, you can then use the shovel bury to it. fucking bury, bury them. them. It's brilliant. You know what I mean? Unless you damage the shovel, which you know, that's just. And you just gotta work on. You gotta work on your technique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but, um, yeah, no, fucking exactly. If that guy on the subway had a gun, see, that's the thing about uh, Japan versus like uh, the United States. If somebody stabbed seventy people on the New York subway, we'd just call it a Thursday, and it probably wouldn't make national news. Mm-hmm. It'd but be because like, this well, is so incredibly I mean, unusual in Japan, it does make national news. 
Oh, it would be like I mean, that line from uh, the Street Fighter. I mean, movie, it's remember? also Japan is the size of the state of New York with three times the population. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I always wonder in those cases, and this is terrible and morbid of me to say, but you ever wonder what it's like to be victim number 17? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there like, have been, Damn it. He stopped after me. They, yeah. He stopped after me. And there was, I, I had 16 people to get away and oh, I just did, I didn't move fast enough or I was just too engrossed in the book I was reading and then I looked well, up I mean, and it's also it's also the Tokyo subway so like right. this is you know white gloved men in uniforms have crammed you onto this so the doors will close like, that's true there's no getting yeah. away like he's everybody's like this and so he's just ha ha like ha ha impressive he's even yeah. able to reach number 17 yeah. at that point I guess he was like crowd surfing ja 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 well, as he was whenever one person drops them. you have a you know clear clear outline of three other people yeah and there's nowhere there's definitely nowhere to run you turn around it's the wall of people yeah. and then also you apologize <laughs> They probably apologize for bleeding on the people next to them because the other thing about the, ja- the 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 Tokyo subway, they're all like super polite and quiet, except for the gropers. Yeah, they have a really bad problem with groping on the uh, on the Tokyo subway system. But it's, it's like, like you know, it's it's at some points the Tokyo subway and also the Hong Kong subway they get so and the Shanghai as well as the Hong Kong and Singapore subways they get so crowded that it's you know like. But it's this is my train. I have to get on it. And like I used to work for a resort in central Florida that has a train based transport Mm -hmm. system. And um, Americans are not willing to cram into a train like we are 100 percent not ready for that. Nope, they will not get on that train and telling people we still we actually do still believe in a some degree of human rights in America. Well, but it's 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 also it's also Americans don't know how trains work. Like just on <laughs> on the whole, Dude. like telling people like they're running up this you know sixth of a mile long ramp, shouting "Stop the train, we're coming!" and they're like dragging their kids behind them. And I'm standing at the top of the ramp, going, "Please don't run. The next train is like less than two minutes away. We're running really frequent trains here. Please don't run." And I had one lady. She and her husband made it to the top of the escalator at one of the resorts. As I was closing the gate that led to the platform, the train is, the doors are already closed. It's running. She goes, stop the train. And I went, ma'am, don't, please don't shout. Please don't run. And she comes running up. And by the time she gets to me, her husband, who's who's plastered and carrying a beer, gets to the top of the escalator and he starts walking over. He seems totally fine, but she's like, you stupid little shit. You shut that gate right in front of me. I was like, ma'am, the, the next train is not going to be long. And then I turned to her husband and said, sir, you can't have alcohol on the platform. I need you to, I need you to chug that real quick for me. And he goes, can do. And he starts chugging it. And she goes, you <laughs> stupid little shit. How long is the next train? And I just went, ooh, ma'am, that's going to be 203 feet, six inches. And I turned and I walked. He did a spit take that cleared the platform and hit the track. <laughs> how long is the next train? I will no, say, Americans truly um, don't know how to Amer- Americans don't, don't know how to use trains. We don't know how to wait for a train. We don't know how trains work. Hold on. They're uh, in, so, so at the in resort, defense, in defense, yeah. that's Florida. We know how to use fucking trains in oh, New York. It's everywhere no, 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 fucking no. else that comes here no, that doesn't no, no, know how no. to get on a goddamn train. This resort, this resort which is well known for how it's a world <laughs> people from all over the country and indeed the world come to this resort and like 
you know, um, people from countries and places in the United States that have transit, like they're very good at queuing and everything, but some Americans have okay. just the weirdest questions. So it, the train set is a monorail, which means there's a beamway and the train hugs on either side of it right. and moves, moves along the beamway with tires on top of the track and on either side in order so that it can turn and, you know, bounce up and down on the track. Anyway, I had a woman and her family in the front of my, in, 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 in my train, you know, in, in, in where the pilot sits, where, where the engineer sits. And I was driving the train and as we're leaving the station and we're heading for part of the resort, I just tell them, you know, Hey folks, my, uh, my, my name is Travis. My name is not Travis. That was just the name tag I was wearing that day. Uh, my name is Travis. If uh, y'all have any questions, just let me know. And this lady, thick Wisconsin accent, she looks out the front window she looks back at me, tries to look at my console, and then looks back out the window and goes, okay, I have a question. It might be a dumb question. And I went, mm -hmm. no, ma'am, go go ahead. And she goes, okay, okay, well, how do you steer it? <laughs> and I just went, well, well, ma'am, it's a train. And she goes, oh, I guess I just don't understand. And I went, ma'am, it's a train. <laughs> it goes where the rail goes like <laughs> i control right, but how, how do you steer it to keep it on the rails <laughs> i control forward backwards speed and braking that's it that's that's all mm -hmm. i control like, yeah oh man yeah but no, uh i will say like that's that's that a, a, that was a tame bit. wow that's that's, that's the, the the problem with um with the new york subway is like they trained you well we know how to use it, but the MTA, we got the most unreliable subway service, I swear to God, of any major transit system. And it's only getting worse. Um, there was a guy, there was a guy from London they brought in that was going to fix it. And then the governor didn't oh, like yeah, him. So yeah, they, yeah. the governor fired him, like all that stuff. He was um, taking headlines from Cuomo. You can't take headlines from Cuomo. The reason, also the Come reason, on, by man. the way, the, the reason in New York we, we don't like crowding onto a train is because we also don't want to know when that train is going to randomly stop for five minutes to an, to yeah. an hour to where you are just sitting there baking and sweating with like yeah so that's if i the, if i packed the, if i if i packed on the japanese subway i i feel that the japanese are humanitarian enough that they would rescue me if it broke down in new york i don't know if they're coming for us or not there was a uh there there was a um a train conductor in japan who had to resign in disgrace because his train for 18 stations left 20 seconds early on average at each stop, stranding people on the platform who were waiting for their precisely scheduled train. He had to resign because the train, was running like so on time. the train was running so on time. He had gotten ahead of schedule by accident, didn't realize it and left people who were expecting a promptly scheduled train on the platform. Meanwhile, here in New that's York, that sounds, that sounds like fucking Futurama with the bureaucrats. Remember <laughs> yeah. um, here, here yeah. in New York to give you a, like that's Japan in New York. Hermes, that's his name on the Long Island Railroad. A pregnant woman was sleeping on her train and a conductor came back, uh, jerked off on her. She woke up and went, oh, my God. And he goes, it wasn't me and ran down the train back into the conductor's booth. Was his dick still in his hand? I That's not my semen. I was I just going to wipe my dick in it. I assume he still has a job. He probably got promoted. <laughs> 
But I love that his yeah, brain sure, went. I'm sure. I'm sure his. Uh, I'm sure his union rep got him out of that one. That's I'm, that's perfectly. I fine. do love that his brain's like, what can I say? He's like, it wasn't me, and then fucking zip run. <laughs> fucking terrible. So speaking of terrible, um, I have some news out of Oklahoma that's just um, delightful. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm still picturing the conductor spanking it on a random like passenger, like, a random what? sleeping passenger. Like, why? Why? Why does that? That's so weird. I mean, some people are into weird stuff, man. Like, I guess I, I won't, fe- I won't kink shame, but Jesus, I don't think that's a kink shame. That's sexual assault. Like you can't, yeah. sexual I, I will, I will sexual that. assault yeah. shame. Yeah. You can sex. Yeah. We, we fully endorse sexual assault shaming on this podcast. We are a hundred percent behind that. Um, so uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but nationally they're having an issue executing people right now um, because the manufacturers of the uh, kill President you- Pete pardoned them all. Well, the, the, the manufacturers of the like kill you drugs are not like manufacturing or shipping them because the manufacturers are like, we don't want you to use this to kill human beings. And for some reason, we can only get these drugs, I think, from Europe. They not Were they not aware that that's what they were being used for originally? Did they oh, think they're sending the them thing, to us to like make horse that, vitamins? Here's here's the thing. So it's um, the drugs that are used. It's a it's a cocktail. It's a combination. Right. Mm-hmm. So like they would order from one company this certain compound, another company, this certain compound, and a third company, this certain compound. And apart, they're, they're, you know, not explicitly dangerous, but in the doses and in the combination, they become dangerous. So that's, these companies finally figured it out. Oh, we're supplying, like, it was mostly European pharmaceutical companies, because Mm -hmm. Europe is pretty much the game when it comes to pharmaceuticals, AstraZeneca, Bayer, etc., um, and these companies finally figured out, they were like, oh, wait, did you get an order from the state of Texas for this compound? Because we got an order from the state of Texas for this other compound. Wait a minute. They're using our drugs to kill people. And they were like, no, we're, we're not going to supply you anymore. And the U.S. doesn't have a domestic uh, thing for it because a lot of companies don't want to be known as, well, we're we murder company. We manufacture Walmart's generic aspirin brand. Oh, and also component C of Texas's lethal injection drug. Like that's why you go. But you assume, but I assume that associated with it. I assume that this would be the American bootstrap story of some some fucking guy from like you know Alabama. Ted Smith started mixing murder cocktails in his basement. You know, and now he's a multi logo is just the Gadsden flag with a with with yeah. a syringe. Because this seems a like a this seems like a very niche like market that somebody in America would fulfill. Anyway, so that's the background there. And so the places can't execute because they don't have the drugs. And legally, you can't just like wing an execution, right? You can be like, fuck it, we'll saw his head off, whatever, right? Like there's oh, pers- you can definitely try though. Yeah. So the state of South Carolina recently um if so, like in the mm-hmm. state of South Carolina, you get to choose how you get to choose your method of execution, which I think is really yeah. fair. I think it's, if you're going to be executed, you should be able to choose overdose well, on heroin. I, 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 what? No, 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 no. Out of the options, <laughs> I Damn want it. to be, I want to be sexed to death by supermodels. I like, I would like <laughs> that was also my first thought my face until I suffocate, sit on my yeah. face until I suffocate. Exactly. That's, no, that's no, how that's step, step, on, step on me, mommy. I no, want to no, no, um, die from sexual anyway, exhaustion. So, they, <laughs> so, so they have on you know state law. They have reintroduced firing squads. I actually you know prefer what? that. I'd, I'd like rather get see. shot. 
You know what I'd like to see well, is like um, the state of South Carolina the, are the, the only poll? ones with firing squad on the list because it's in the state of Utah. So it has to do with like Mormon uh, theology. Like your if you are to be executed, you have to go out um, by firing squad. In a blaze of glory. Do, it has something to do with how Joseph Smith died. Of course, he died kind of in a hail of bullets. We don't know if he took his own life or if one of his followers who were holed up in the printing room with him uh, killed him. But uh, just to keep him from I, being I heard he was shot by an angry mob. The, well, but. there was an angry mob involved. We just don't know who shot him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't like forensic analysis on bullets at the time. You know, it was 1870, maybe 1880, somewhere in there. Yeah, so it's like, uh, that's that's one thing I, I always love to point out is that Mark Twain and Joseph Smith, contemporary American writers, to the point where Mark Twain was asked, have you read the Book of Mormon? And he goes, oh, why, yes. And he was like, well, what do you think of Joseph Smith? He goes, very brave man. They were like, brave. He goes, yeah, to found a religion in the age of print, that's incredibly brave. <laughs> They were like, well, what did you think of the Book of Mormon? He goes, oh, my goodness, chloroform in print. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you've ever read the Book of Mormon, you can confirm that is true. I have read the Book of Mormon uh, twice if you count books on tape. I would not recommend the book on tape, especially if you're using it for a long drive. Mm -hmm. uh, it will straight up put you to sleep. I mean, it to be fair, that, could, that should be on the execution list, right? Listen to the Book of Mormon while driving. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'd be totally no, fine with that. Yeah. So South Carolina will introduce uh, firing squads as a death penalty. Just a reminder for everyone out there, I am extremely against the death penalty. Yeah, I believe squad. I believe that we all here on those muckrakers are very anti-death penalty. And yeah. my 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 view on it is it's not that I don't think that there aren't people that deserve to just be to be executed and and like like you know, like the Ted Bundy's people that have committed horrific things like Pol Pot, yes, but the problem is not everybody that gets executed is a Ted Bundy and a Pol Pot. Sometimes they're an innocent person. Many times yeah. they're an innocent person. And I can't live with supporting, you know, like, yeah. oh, well, we, we we get a couple innocents, you know, along with the guilty. Like, yeah, what were the, the five called that Trump pushed really hard to have executed? Oh, back my in the God. Day? The, 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 the Central Cent Park Five. The Central Park Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They when, need to be killed. They're thugs. Well, when no, you look, they were just five like, random black people, right? That they pointed out and kids, said they yeah. should be killed. And Trump Teenagers. was like, oh, they're black. Yes, they definitely did it. So let me take out a full page ad advocating for their murder by the state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so so all that to be said that um, Oklahoma is continuing lethal injections. Uh, they just uh, they just basically they, they put it on pause since 2015. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, it says after using the uh, they, in 2015, they used the wrong drug in one instance. Oh, no. Allowing a prisoner to regain consciousness uh, in another. So they used the wrong drug in one instance because I guess the guy. Can you imagine being put to death and then you just like wake up later and you're like, huh? What? Oh, the afterlife sucks. It's just more prison. Yeah. And then another one, a guy fucking woke up. So like they're like, hey, guys. OK, so these people that are waking up. Did they die later or did they yes. just get to go back to their cell? They don't give you like, oh, we tried to no. execute you and I, you I thought didn't they die. I thought they woke up later as in um, like it just didn't take, right? Like it wasn't enough. I assume they were probably like, okay, good. It's over. And then the guy's like, ah, ah. And then they're all like, ah, ah. Like, because um, oh. it is Oklahoma. So I don't imagine that the state of Oklahoma is the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Competent. So, so they just woke up suffering for a bit. Yes. And that's the, that's the key problem with the execution is like, constitutionally like no cruel and unusual punishment so the whole point of execution is it should not be cruel unusual or painful right 
Um, So the director, of course, the director of Oklahoma's prison system said Friday, he does not plan to make any changes to the agency's lethal injection protocols. A day after a man vomited, then shook for several minutes and then died. Um, This guy, uh, uh, Mr. Grant, uh, John Marion Grant, uh, 60, was convicted. He was convicted of stabbing a cafeteria working to death in 1998. Um, they said, uh, uh, I'm trying to find the actual. How um, about this? Um, if you, um, you know how police, before they can mace someone, has, have to be maced themselves? How about if you're a governor and you want to sentence people to death, you have to take the same cocktail first just to show everyone, oh, look, it's perfectly painless. So they're trying to argue, basically, um, he like vomited on himself and then went into convulsions before dying. Um, and the Oklahoma was trying to be like, no, oh, it was just dry heaving and they weren't convulsions. It's all fine. Everything's fine. The man, the man didn't. Well, let's finally... ask him later. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. One of the, one of the, in a virtual news conference, um, they said that uh, Mr. Grant's uh, regurgitation was not pleasant to watch, but I do not believe it was inhumane. So they're trying to argue like, yeah, he threw up, but it's whatever. These liberals, you know, um, everything was fine even though the guy fucking like didn't just like die. He was just like violently seizing and then died. Um, We may have committed a human rights abuse, but eh. yeah. um, They put everyone involved in that, including, what would you say the governor like uh, in prison themselves? I feel like that would be justice. So they go on to argue, they go, Mr. Grant was verbally abusive to prison staff throughout the day of his execution. I know they didn't mean to kill him, so we can call it second-degree murder. How about, well, is on. that fair? Third well, hold degree? on. They, they print this because, you know, of course, like, it's not enough the guy died un, uh, very, very unpleasantly, but they have to go, Mr. Grant, the executed, um, he was verbally abusive to staff throughout the day, and he grew more agitated. As they were going to exe- kill him. Yeah, as his execution. Well, no shit he was verbally abusive against them. Yeah, as his execution neared. Uh, journalists say they could hear him shout, let's go, several times before the curtain was raised, allowing witnesses to see him. And then he shouted profanities. Why does that important to the fact that you botched his execution? Yeah. Would it have They're trying it- to paint him as someone that deserved to suffer. That way it would, yeah. Manufacture right. consent. Manufacture exactly. consent. So if he was, if, if, if they were like, Mr. Grant was super pleasant up to the point in which we botched his execution, would that make it better or worse? I don't care if he's abusive to the people that were about to kill him. Like at that point, I would be fighting, biting, scratching, screaming like I would do whatever I could. I know that it wouldn't help, but I'm not going to go quietly into that good night. Um, The lawyer says Oklahoma, apparently Oklahoma has a horrific, uniquely horrific and uh, irresponsible track record. Um, So I guess Oklahoma, you don't want to get executed in Oklahoma because they're going to fuck it up. You know what I mean? Oklahoma, where the executions get botched all across the plains. It seems like Oklahoma seems like the kind of place that would hang you, but not with like good rope, so that like you, you <laughs> oh, kind no. of you hang and so then you it just breaks. suffocate. You no, just strangulate. They seem oh, like it the, breaks. Oh yeah, no, they seem like the kind where the rope would break several times before they finally get it right, but then it doesn't snap your neck, so you just choke to death. But then at the like, last like minute, it breaks and you fall into an ant bed or something. You're like, yeah. ah. Yes. And they're oh, like, and then the tree's full of hornets. So you're like, oh god. And then they're like, yes, but uh Mr. Uh but Mr. But Mr. Peter was was um screaming very, real loud as the hornet stung him. He was super abusive to the hornets and to staff <laughs> <laughs> as they stung him to death. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing about oh. it is, and I can't remember Wild if this is a you original quote, um, or if you took this from somewhere else, but if someone is convicted and they have the death penalty. 
we literally have the rest of their life to just to get it right there's no need to rush uh that was a me original one of the quotes but, uh, one of the it quotes was, from um, the thing was I forgot goes, exactly what i said but it's like look if someone's in prison for whatever they did we have the rest of their lives to prove if they're um, innocent or guilty right Someone, so someone, why not? The other, why not give them that? Why are we in a rush to kill them? Why not the, just keep giving them the chance to prove their innocence? One of the other quotes that uh, they put out there was just like, "Oh, you know, it's it." Just, I'm just happy. I think it was the family. Like, I'm just glad that we could get this over with and that justice could be served. I, actually, like, I have to I have to walk that back. I think I was uh, paraphrasing Pendulette. Now that I think about it, but yeah, no, it's and someone's like, and this is a safety issue as well. I'm like, is it though? He's locked in a steel box probably 23 hours a day, especially if he murdered like prison staff. So he's never, ever, ever getting out. And he's never, ever going to be able to like really do anything to anybody again while we well, figure the out. Whole, the whole idea also that like a lot of conservatives like to bring up, it's like, oh, well, it's, it's you know, expensive to keep people locked up for life. It's actually more expensive to execute them. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's been borne out time and time and time again. Yeah, it's the, more the whole, the whole death range is yeah, super, super expensive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the whole thing is horrible. And there's like, I, I just, it's so weird that we have so little disregard for people once they go in the prison system. That's just like, mm -hmm. Hey man, it's just that's... like, fuck them at that point. Right. Like yeah. we treat them like they're no longer human. That dude threw up and violently convulsed. Where he, yeah. But he called the guard an asshole. So mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I guess if you commit a crime that you're going to get the death penalty for do it in South Carolina and not Oklahoma. Cause at least. And there's always the chance that this guy was innocent. We don't know for sure that he actually did it. Uh, that's, well, the, the, that's the fun thing about the death penalty. Like, you know, Bobby, how they say we've never executed an innocent person. That's because when you're executed, your records are sealed. They can never reopen yeah. it and declare you innocent. Right. Yeah. So um, on paper, we never so executed an innocent person. The crime where he stabbed a cafeteria worker to death sounds pretty... Uh, um, like you have the five, it sounds like you have like 500 witnesses seeing you stab a cafeteria worker to death. That um, may not have been the case. That may not have been the case. I'm just imagining he's in the chow line and he's just like, die motherfucker. And like stabs the guy, stabs the lunch lady. Well, well what if the lunch lady was the 17th victim on the train though? Right. And she like bled out and he's over her like, no, Doris, Beverly, get up. And, and he, they're like, you did it. And he's like, what? And he's only holding a fork because it's lunchtime. And he's like, I know I was going to eat. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. That's what he was doing with the knife. He was just going to cut the pork chops that she had just lovingly made I was for him, her favorite customer. Food. I didn't kill it. Yeah. Yeah, anyway so but the point is like she, she not, fell and she tripped on she fell on the knife oh what was she doing with the knife just by chance because she was cooking what I'm were not, you doing with the knife standing over her body i was eating but i'm not saying that like my knife he ran into she, my knife 10 times <laughs> i'm not saying that there are people i'm not saying that there aren't people that deserve to be executed but i am saying until we can confirm 100 without the shadow of a doubt that we are executing the right people and also in a way that doesn't make people violently convulse, throw up on themselves and it's, die. It's an assembly executing anyone. It's all such an assembly line system now that they're just going to be like, well, how do we prove beyond a reasonable doubt? Let's just meet these check marks and then we're good. And then they, uh, you know, lawyers figure out how to meet those check marks quickly. And then they're met without actually being met. And then it's proven without being proven. And then we say, well, there you go. He's guilty. Yeah. And then it just goes forward. And that's why, you know, you can't really decisively you know declares honestly, that they definitely did it honestly if i was on death row i would hang myself the day before execution just to fuck with them 
Mm-hmm. Although I think they take all your shit away, right? Like, so you can't do that. Like they've and seen that. If you're a if you're a suicide risk, otherwise. Oh, I guess I just made myself a suicide risk because I was gonna be like, no, if I would, I'd be like, I would never do that. And then the day <laughs> of, I'd be like, ah. They'd have to find this part of this podcast to find out you're planning that, though. Well, I mean, I like like to imagine when we inevitably go on trial that hopefully we will get our lawyer to be able to introduce all episodes into um, the thing as evidence. And then they have to that way they have to watch every episode of those buckrakers before they can execute us. Right. Like 127 episodes that the court and the jury have to watch and listen. (laughs) I I like how you're assuming we're going to get arrested before the next episode. (laughs) I mean, you never know. right? (laughs) You never know. Uh, (laughs) And if our lawyer won't do it, I will act as our own attorney and be like, I would like to enter 127 episodes of those buckrakers in his evidence, your honor, to be examined by the jury. So at like, least we get the. Well, get... it would be it would be 106 because we are still missing one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one that exonerates us, but we can't find it. Exactly. 108. Uh, the video is up on YouTube. Just we're missing the audio. So it's just us going. Oh, well, I mean the the audio is there on the YouTube video. Oh, but I can't I can't extract it because it's too long. I thought you just put the uh, us up like talking with no audio, and I'm like, well, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Also entered into evidence. They'll, they'll have to learn to read lips. We demand um, a professional lip reader, Your Honor. I do have a very nice uh, Dear Wesley for us if we would like to do this. Sure. Yeah. Although, that, uh, dear, still clap, so. still Ask a Manager? Yes, it's still, it's Ask a Wesleyger. Uh, a Wesleyger, I like this. Yeah. Um, Got so, this out, then I'll go eat chili. <laughs> dear Wesley Manager, uh, <laughs> my coworker <laughs> is secretly living at the office. Well, stab him. Well, I've had <laughs> one of those. Um, I, I like I actually like I will say this I like people that sleep at work like I've romanticized the idea in my head in the past like the idea of being so loving your job so much being so dedicated to it that you'll just sleep under your desk when it's done it's, oh, uh, no, again, no. it's, a, it's so, a good romantic idea it's not good in practice but so 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 I I work in local television and we're we're in a hurricane zone but anyway um sometimes if there's inclement weather we need the director to stay at the station the whole time well anyway at a station i was working at um there was a tropical storm coming in on a saturday morning and the director of the morning show had never done like severe weather cut-ins that kind of thing and we didn't know how bad it was going to be uh because it's weather it can change you know so i told her i said well look i'm going to uh i'll spend the night at the station uh, I'm going to, you know, set up, we, we have air mattresses and all kinds of stuff, you know, most stations do just in case. Right. And, um, and uh, so I spent the night at the station and I woke up the next, well, I, it was, I, before my late newscast that, that night I went and I set up the air mattress and I had gone home. I'd gotten pillows and a blanket and everything anyway. So one of the managers had come back to work for some reason and felt that it was prudent. This is totally, totally ask a manager thing. Uh, totally prudent to uh, at all an email to the entire station that said, hey, uh, I don't know who's homeless, but you can't uh, set up, uh, you can't set up a bedroom in one of these offices in my department. Um, you know, if you need help, reach out. He felt that that was appropriate to send to the entire station. Wow. To, to the entire station. To, so I responded to, I responded to all, 
giving the description of the events that were occurring that, hey, there's a tropical storm coming in and our morning show director may need help. So I'm going to spend the night at the station. And then he sends me an email directly. So not mm -hmm. to the at all chain that says, oh, well, you just need to clear that with me first. And I sent him an email back, reply all to the entire station so they could see where he tried to like weasel out of it. Yeah, I sent a reply Wonderful. all to the entire station again saying, I've already cleared this with my manager. So mm -hmm. that was pretty much enough. The fact that my manager didn't didn't communicate that to you is, is pretty you and standard him. operating procedure because mm -hmm. you don't own this building. Mm -hmm. We all work here. And it, having to sleep at work is something that sometimes happens for potentially hazardous situations. But thank you for your concern about a potentially homeless uh, 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 coworker. Right. Yeah, I, I went to I, I went to the business manager and general manager about it. I was like, yeah, that. Super that could have gone a very different way were someone actually homeless and sleeping at work. Like yeah. that could have gone an incredibly different way, mm -hmm. uh, persecuting someone in front of the entire yeah the yeah. entire workforce. Um, like, I'm I'm yeah. always a, I'm always a fan sorry, of like sorry. Yeah, it's just, a get get. That's actually a fun story. I like that. Yeah. I don't I don't believe in time theft. <laughs> um, I'm I'm all about. Um, Sleeping like I mean, if you work for a corporate entity and you can you can get away with sleeping at work, go for it. Um, I've worked I jobs. Still, that I think about it, I I did sleep at the uh, the shop a few times. Like if I was just too drunk to want to drive home. I've worked at jobs uh, before. Paul, where I was, so... Paul, the guy that did actually own the building, said that we weren't allowed to do that, but I just slept in the back so he couldn't see. <laughs> There's a. Uh, I worked at jobs before where I was so poor that I um I borrowed toilet paper and frozen pizzas, and then mm -hmm. also sometimes slept at the job because like I would work. I would work like a split shift. Uh, you're talking about would... the gas station? No, I didn't sleep at the gas station. You did, didn't you? You said you fell asleep a few times, woke up, saw someone stealing gas and driving off? No, that's different. I wasn't like bedded down for the night at the gas oh, station. Oh, no, I mean, you were taking naps at work. No, no naps, no, naps are different. Always take work naps. That's that's just part of your thing. No, no this place, gotcha, like, gotcha. this place, sometimes I would work till midnight, but then I had to be back at 6 a.m. the next day. And so, like, I would just go sleep in the back and then wake up in the morning and make myself a frozen pizza. Um, but I digress. Love anyway, uh, dear Wesley, my Wesley <laughs> manager, I started a job two months ago. My role is a senior one that reports directly to the CEO. How nice. Mm -hmm. I quickly discovered that one of my coworkers, who is also a manager, is living in the office. He would technically say he lives in his van. However, his van is always parked at the office parking garage. And it's clear he uses the office for his personal needs. I live near the office, okay. so I've driven by at all hours, and he is always here, exclamation point. He cooks all his meals in the office kitchen and has a couch in his office. He'll also post a sign on his door that says out of office, but he's actually in the office, just not working. Okay. I think this has gone unnoticed because most people are still working remotely. So right there, it's like, fuck them, right? If everyone's remote, like, and you're not making it weird, why not? Yeah. Um, why does this annoy this guy why does this guy hate this does he want well, him to just like go get an apartment and spend an extra five hundred dollars a month well hold on i'm to? i'm coming in every day and it's very uncomfortable sometimes okay, it appears that he is he has just woken up i don't want to okay. make waves because i am new but also i can't stop thinking about this should i tell someone or just let it go and hope leadership notices soon i, I think this pampered little prince should just let it go like they're so used to, oh, people need homes. Why can't he just buy a house like daddy? Well, it gets, it gets even better. Um, our CEO was recently let go and we're in the middle of a huge leadership transition. The organization is very chaotic and there is no clear leadership. 
Um, it's possible that someone in leadership has okayed it. Who knows why? Most obviously, of course, uh, he so could have lost his housing. Checked. He could have split from his partner or simply decided this was more cost effective. Um, it's, but it's possible mm-hmm. that no one knows since everyone's working remotely. And if that's the case, the organization really does need to know for okay. safety and legal reasons. If nothing else, if they rent the space, someone living there could be a violation of the terms of lease. It's like, you're worried about the lease? Like you're worried about a lease violation. Like that's your, that's your thing. This, this could be the worst time of this person's life. Like they could. Okay. If it's during lockdown, then maybe them and their partner are getting a divorce, like divorce rates skyrocketed during COVID. But yeah. so maybe this person is like on their last leg. They just lost everything and this is all they have. And this person just really wants to take it from them. Also, if they're living in the office, this probably is literally all they have. And this person wants to take it from them. So yeah. I don't know why you're just driving by at all hours and going, I can't stop thinking about this. I, this I would like really to see affecting me personally. Yeah. I, I'd like it, to see this person's like counter letter. Yeah. There's this creepy person keeps like driving by at all hours of the night, like spying on me. I, I don't understand. Yeah. They keep bursting in my office going, gotcha. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Super weird. I feel very uncomfortable about it. We need to do something about this. Yeah. They're always asking me about my parking space where my van is like, I think I'm being harassed. I got it. I know what Leslie would do. What you got to do is just get the office next to him and live there. That way you can wake up every morning and say, howdy, neighbor. Neighbor, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Maybe you can go buy for some honey. Oh, maybe you could buy some honey and lend it to them. Be very neighborly of you. Put up a little fence between it so you can peer over it and be, you know, pretend like you're Mr. Wilson. Give them sagely advice. This is another one of those things where it's just like, why are you sucking your company's dick? Right. I don't yeah. understand that. Like, do once you again, think, people that believe in a company, corporate rights over human rights. I would go to this person and go, hey, look, this is kind of hey, embarrassing. Corporations' rights are human rights. <laughs> According if to I was, the Supreme Court, yeah. If I was, if I was going to do anything, I would either, if I, I actually, what I would do, which is I'd leave it the fuck alone. I'd be like, man, if I notice, someone else will notice, whatever. I'm just going to stay out of it. But if I felt nosy enough to get involved, I'd go to the person and go, Hey, I know this is weird. I've kind of noticed that you might be living in the office. I just want to know, do you need some help? Do you need a couch to crash on? Like, is there anything I can do? I'm not going to say anything to anybody. Just if you need help, I got your back and leave it at that. If I even did that much, but other than that, leave them alone. Yeah. Like I've I've never, I've never understood. This comes back to this. This comes back to what, we've talked about before and it's the idea of the alienation of labor and this is really weird to see it in kind of like a you know bourgeoisie managerial edition but welcome to late capitalism um you know it's it's instead of trying to help the other person i'm far more likely to try and help the company with this concept that i created in my head to justify it of we could possibly lose the lease you're not going to lose the lease over one person uh, yeah, this is this person is a busybody. They probably run their homeowners association, um, you know, in everyone's business. I actually did have a coworker who was the president and founder of his neighborhood's homeowners association, oh, and God. I actually ran into some of his neighbors because I was I was out partying and I had on my name tag from work accidentally, and um, they were like, uh, "Oh my God, you work? Do you know?" And they said his name and I was like, yeah, he's kind of a dick. And they were like, oh, my God, we live in his neighborhood. I was like, really? What's that like? And he, they're just like, he goes, Wonderful. I have woken up 
and he has been in someone's front yard with a ruler measuring blades grass. of grass to wow. see if they meet the height requirements. No, they had cut their yard too short. Mm. You know who else did that? I really love doing code enforcement stuff. Um, Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. They mm. said he was, a, he was he was a code enforcement officer and he would do shit like that. He loved being like, mm, the fence is a quarter of a millimeter out of plumb. I'm going to have to write you a ticket. Yeah, yeah. What's what's really crazy is somebody posted on Twitter. It was uh, it was uh, 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 you've traveled back in time to your younger self and you can only tell them three words. What is it? And a lot of people are putting like drink more water. Uh, don't get married. And one lady just put on there. Uh, Dad is BTK. And she won <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, no, his daughter. His daughter had no idea. No, nobody in his BTK family did. Was yeah, wow. she didn't even know what BTK was. No, he was. Until he was someone one of the, explained uh, yeah. it to her. She was like, "Oh my god, that's my dad!" Yeah. Like, yeah. So stop, <laughs> stop being a BTK. Leave people the fuck alone. Like, why are you, why are you bothering this man? No one, no you, one wants to live in a van. You shouldn't be BTK. Let people live in vans. It's, yeah, leave leave it's, it's bacon, lettuce, tomato, not bacon, tomatoes, ketchup. Come yeah. on, get it right. It's just it's I mean, just unless, one of those unless you're blind laundry, then you don't get to live in a van. Yeah, you were not I, allowed. If he wasn't dead, I would say he should be sentenced to live in a van. Like that's his jail cell is a van. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. just like like enjoy your van, fucko. Like it's house arrest, van, van arrest. No, it's a van that is constantly. He has the keys and it's fueled up and everything, but mm-hmm. it is a van that is constantly triple parked in a festival parking lot, and he can't go. Like go. that's that's. <laughs> you know, it's um, not cruel and unusual. He has everything that he needs, but uh, that's that's the situation he will find himself. In. I read a, I read another one of Perfect. these kind of like uh, company love things the other day. It was, the, it was one of those like small companies owned by a couple. And like one yeah. of the, the husband was the owner and the wife was like the head manager, or some, manager or something, something yeah. weird. Oh. Anyway, they had this convoluted pay scale where instead of giving people like pay raises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> instead of giving them pay raises, they would do something stupid with days off. Anyway, the person writing was like, my pay is stagnated and this doesn't work for me. And I oh, the yeah, that's what yeah. you're telling me. They about. go, I want to leave. Cause I could go get more pay in the industry with my qualifications and experience, but I don't want to leave the company shorthanded. Why are you being loyal to a company that is not paying you? They can hire someone else. It it wouldn't. And I've fallen into this trap as well, but like, it's not your fault. They would be shorthanded. It's not Mm -hmm. your fault that they would be shorthanded. Let me say it again. They can hire more people. Your fault that they would become shorthanded. It's a little bit, it's a little yeah. bit how I felt during the pandemic when they were calling all the teachers heroes and this, that, or the other, because, you know, like if you call someone a hero, you don't have to give them a pay raise. Cause <laughs> you know, Superman doesn't draw a paycheck. Right. Cause being um, called a hero is like a pay raise. Right. Uh, and I've said it before. Geez, and I'll say it again. I'm I'm sure I hero at somewhere out there with that exact title. Being called a hero is a pay raise. Actually. I love, I love my job. <laughs> I love what I do. I love, I love teaching 100%, right? If they stop paying me, I would stop going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as much as I love my coworkers, the kids I teach, you know what I mean? The whole, the, the whole, everything about teaching. I love it. But if they were like, you're a hero and we're not going to pay you anymore. I'd be like, you're also not going to see me anymore. 
I don't, I never, I don't know when it went from like, we go to a job for money to like, I'm loyal to a job that abuses me and doesn't pay me or pays me. Not what I owe. You're like, yeah, it's pretty much all the jobs these days. Like no job pays people what they should be paid. Like they're just barely giving us the bare minimum to get by. Adjusted for inflation. We are getting crushed. That's like, I, I have a friend, I have a friend who has stopped shopping at Kroger because Kroger shut down two stores. <laughs> Kroger has shut down two stores in a metro area, which raised its minimum wage. So instead of raising their minimum wage, Kroger shut down, down two stores. That seems so like that would cost them way more money. But but anyway, this, this, custom, uh, this, uh, this friend of mine uh, has decided that no, no more shopping at Kroger, period. And, you know, we just had to have a conversation about, you know, where are you going to shop? Publix, who would probably do the same thing. Target, who has set a base rate of pay of $15 an hour company-wide, however, is probably making getting a raise super difficult now. Like, there, it's, and it's, and it's, I hate to keep bringing up Marx. I swear to God, I'm not a Marxist, but like so much, mm-hmm. so much, but it's, it's, um, the best it, way to, the best is, way to fix it, honestly. But, but, hang on, hang on. It's, it's, this is the point is there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. is always being exploited. There's no way to get around it. Period. As much as I hate bureaucracies, honestly, honestly, that's not your fault, you know, working in a, in a, working in a department of education with a strong union. And like, you know, uh, uh, like, like really good. Like my whole thing is I don't have to go in and fight for raises. It's scheduled. You know what I mean? So I do this, I get these things, I get these certifications and I get, there's no, Oh, well, you know what, Peter? Um, I just didn't feel you were smiling enough this year. So I'm not going to give you, there's none of that. It's fucking scheduled. God. So, so in, um, in non-unionized television, we get instead of scheduled pay raises, we get um, performance reviews. And one of my favorite, 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 favorite moments from any performance review was a buddy of mine who was he um, he was the um, he was the director of a local infotainment show, which was basically like you know go out to a restaurant that has paid for the advertising time and you interview the uh, the host will interview the owners and talk about how delicious the food is and everyone should come here for lunch and stuff like that anyway so he was rather proud they do um uh 36 episodes a year which is an insane amount of episodes for any kind of show let alone a half an hour local show that isn't the news um and he put on his own performance review one of the things that he was proud of was that they never missed deadline once. That it was the first year that it happened. They got everything. They always shot a week ahead of schedule. They got everything knocked out. They became a well-oiled machine. I really feel like this is the standard we need to be setting for ourselves. You know, it is okay to miss slot every once in a while, but, you know, and stuff like this. And he goes, in the middle of my performance review, the general manager who's sitting across the table with another manager who's not my manager, um, they look at each other and they go, well, you know, we think that you're doing an amazing job, but you seem to be rather focused on deadlines. And we wonder if that's getting in the way of your creativity, just this over focus fixation you have on deadlines. To which he goes, I sat back and went, you, 
oh, you're serious. You know, you work <laughs> in television, right? Like it has to, when it's supposed to air, it has to air. Like there's, there's no, that's how we make money. That's how we make money. Yeah. Is yeah. Just getting this closer and closer. Like, that's like, how we make money. That's how we that's, make money, right? That, that's how we make, you're, you're the sure general enjoy manager. watching the six o'clock news at 8.30. Like, <laughs> like you're too focused on deadlines. No, but he came back from the meeting and just told me and like his photographer, because I, I was in the room like ch- uh, chilling and chatting with the photog. And he's just like, we're like, well, what happened? And he told us the whole story. And we're sitting there going. So did you get the race? The fuck are they talking about? <laughs> De- this what? is television. Deadlines is how it works. Like, mm-hmm. I had a I had a moment like that, not nearly that bad, but I worked for a place that was super shitty, made no money. I even took a pay cut to work there because it was in the arts. Um, and ah, there was, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I was in a performance review which was stupid because I was the custodian. So like, what are you going to be like? You didn't scrub the toilets well enough. Um, and recently, like that month, I had called in sick because uh, I had severe food poisoning. And then I still came back. I was still had food poisoning, but I was well enough to like get on my own two feet and get on a train. And I couldn't afford to take another day off. So I come back to work. Anyway, uh, the day I came back to work, I was so sick. I shit myself. So we're in this performance review and he's going, uh, you know, Peter, uh, I just don't know if I can justify giving a raise. You know, there are days when you're calling in sick, you know, and you're not here. And I was like, you mean that one time I called in sick in two years? Uh, I go, you do realize that the day I came back, um, I was in the bathroom in the morning and I was combing my hair while looking in my own eyes in the mirror and I shit my pants like a grown man. But then I cleaned myself up and I still came to work. And he's like, um, what, what? You mean like you sharted? I go, no, I filled them. I filled my pants and that ended the interview. I didn't get the raise, but he didn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> um, but the thing was, he was, he was dangling like a dollar an hour raise over me. And I was like, it, it literally doesn't matter if you give me an extra just, dollar just, an hour or not. For everyone out there, if they're like, oh, I don't know if the company can afford to give me a raise. Find out how yeah, much money the company is making per year or like your division, your department, your branch of the company. And remember that $1 an hour per year for a 40 hour a week employee is $2,080 before taxes. Yeah. So a dollar an hour raise is not a big ask for most employers. Right. So he it's was, really that's $4 yeah, that an was, hour is that not was, that big an ask for most employers. That's a little right. under $5,000. Like mm-hmm. it's not a big ask. My it's only, ask. my only regret was that I had, I did not shit my pants in that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I've actually had a manager who in a performance review told me, I love your work. It's exemplary. You set a good example. You're great at training. You keep standards up. You help others keep standards up. I had to mark you down from as like four point scale it was like excellent, exceeds expectations, satisfactory, unsatisfactory. Like that was the scale. It was like one, one out of four or whatever. He's like, right. I would have given you all four out of fours, but I can't claim an employee is perfect all of the time. So instead of getting the 5% raise, you'll get the 3.5% raise. And I just sat back and went, what? Like, So you're telling me not that I have zero reason to keep trying so hard. Like the honors student in me almost had a stroke. Like, <laughs> I mean, I have students yeah. that ask me, uh, they go, oh, can I get 100 average? Because this other teacher told me it's impossible. And I went, 
No, you can absolutely get a hundred average. You have to go above and beyond. Like you got to complete all the criteria, like and hit all and, the things. Yeah. Absolutely, I've had I people hate get teachers that are like, "I never I've, give a one hundred because no piece of work is perfect." I'm like, "Karen, you teach fourth graders. Calm down." Yeah, like, it doesn't right? have it doesn't I, have to be perfect. You just have to do the work finished, and, and then was, like the extra credit. Like that's it. There was one college class I had that I technically ended it with like a hundred and three percent average because yeah. um, not only did I have a, a perfect average, but I also did all the extra credit assignments. So I had like above a hundred percent, but they can only give you an A, right? Right. But so my, still, my whole point is like, yeah, I, I mean, just, like, I lo- it was personally satisfying to me to know that I made over a hundred. And for me, you don't, class. you don't have to score highly on every C. Se- I mean, you don't have to score perfect on every single exam and uh, assignment. But what you do have to do is you have to score highly on all those plus the extra credit. That's how you score 100. You know what I mean? Because yeah, no one's going to get a, a, an absolute 100 on every single exam. Yeah. That, that's really tough. But by doing the in every exam credit. in every class yeah, I could. yeah. But, but by doing the extra credit shit like yes absolutely and you could be an exemplary employee that's possible i love it in college so i was going for uh, broadcast communications because a girl i liked was going for broadcast communications i ended up making it a career she is now a marine biologist but anyway i thought um, you were going to just say oh, she's a marine now and i'm like that's a, that's a, that's a hard right turn I Female Marine, though, that was that was pretty fucking intense. Not good, not gonna lie, man. Female Marines, they're just wet soldiers. You can take normal soldiers and get them wet, but like yeah. anyway, so but this so, one does um, on purpose. This teacher, <laughs> this teacher, um, this teacher at the beginning of the year, she's like passing out her syllabus and everything, and it's a class in sociology 100, sociology introduction for non-majors. And you had to get a sociology credit in the 100 range, and that was the one that most people took. So it's a classroom of like 140 people. And she told us at the beginning of the year on our syllabus, you know, all I'm doing, I am, I'm here lecturing every day. Uh, The lectures come straight from my notes. The notes are available online. If you don't want to be here or come to class every day, I don't want you here. I'm not going to mark you down as absent because that's dumb. Go over the notes, show up for the tests. We'll see what your grade is at the end of the year. And so I went to her and I said, hey, I saw that you do, uh, it's just four tests and a final and it's all Scantron. Look, I'm really shit at Scantron and I'm just worried that, you know, I need this to graduate. I'm just worried that I'm not going to make it. She goes, well, Robert, we'll just, we'll take a look at it and we'll we'll see what your grades are looking like by the end of the year. I was like, are you sure you're not going to give us any projects or anything like that? Because I'm really good at like, you know, read this book and then tell me what, you know, tell me what about it and everything. And she goes, I think you'll be okay. And so out of the like 150 people that were in this class, there was like a core group of 40 of us who showed up regularly. Mm-hmm. Three weeks before the final, uh, she gets up in front of the class and goes, this is going to be a really quick class today. Most of you are the ones who are here most days. So what we're going to do is if you have a B average or higher, uh, you don't have to take the final. If you're happy with having a B, that's fine by me. She goes, this is a class that I was asked to teach at the last minute. I'm using someone else's syllabus, which is why we've just been doing notes and online stuff. Um, So I walked up to her and um, she was, I was like, hey, and she's like, oh, you're the one who has problems with Scantrons. I was like, yeah, I don't think I've done very well. I haven't even really checked my grades. And um, and she goes, well, that's okay. Let's just take a look at how you did. And she goes, all right, you got a 70.1, a 72.9, a 75.5 and a 77 point whatever. She goes, eh, you came to class every day. Your grades are consistent with someone who studied. If I'm grading on a trend, you're gradually getting better. I'm going to give you a B. Go home. Don't worry about the final. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, nice. one of the one of the hardest classes I took in my master's again. <laughs> was um it was uh oh it was a math class and I'm shit at math, but I did basically I made up for being shit at math. I did all this guy's work, all his extra credit. He'd give you an assignment back when you had done it wrong and be like, you got to fix this. And I kept fixing it, but making other errors. And I, we kept basically passing all my work back and forth. And every time he give it back, I'd fix that and something else would be wrong. But by the end of the uh, class, I think I got out of there with like a uh, either like a really high C or a low B uh, because I did everything I could. Like I showed up every day. I did every assignment. Um, and that's the whole point of like, it's unfair that if, if you're not perfect, but you put in the extra work, it's unfair that that's not recognized because that work, that labor is the most important thing. I had a teacher once yeah. that was scary to me because he would never like return grades to anyone. Right. And I thought he was an asshole at the time because we would do assignments. He would not grade them. I would just wait like the entire semester to find out what I made on things. And a lot of the assignments were things that I just was, I couldn't be certain of how I had done on it um, because that was just the nature of the assignments. And I saw um, this one girl, like I was going to talk to him about it and another girl was talking to him first and he's, and she was just saying, you know, I'm so scared. I really need this class to graduate. Um, and he's like, well, what grade would you like to make from this class? And she's like, uh, a B, I need to make at least a B. And he's like, you got it. And she's like, I'm sorry. So yeah, you, you got it. You got it. Yeah, I'll give you a B. And she's like, Oh, okay. Thank you. And she leaves and I walk up and I do the same thing. And he's like, you got it. I'm like, cool. And so Walla walks up and goes, I'd like a hand job for this class. <laughs> so that always struck me as very peculiar. Yeah, but just, I find just, out, give me, just, just give me the hand job. Mark me down as incomplete and I'll see you next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Favorite class. Best class of all college. <laughs> see, the, about the see you next year part is actually the sad bit because I found out later on that he was um, dying of cancer. He didn't make oh, it oh, the next oh, year. Oh, That's why he didn't grade papers. That's why he just. Oh, yes. Yeah. If of, I was. Uh, sort of a, uh, um, not Mad Max. What the fuck is the name of that show? Um, the Meth Dealer with Cancer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, it's kind of doing a Breaking Bad, but just. Oh yeah. If I was, if I was, if I was dying of cancer, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not grading anything. Everyone's just getting A's, <laughs> A's, 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 A's. I'm not spending any of my time doing anything else other than like just living life. You know what I mean? Like everyone's getting A, and I'm dying. But up. He still showed up to work, so if there's that much. Yeah. Well, he showed up to work some. He did skip a lot of classes, I realized, in hindsight. It's like, oh, yeah, we did it. Take a lot of I, days off. I like how weeks. you're like, he's skipping classes. Meanwhile, he's in a chemo place, just like slowly <laughs> dying. What an asshole. Yeah. But yeah, fun story. So um, we are starting to run late. So Pete, hit him with the socials. Uh, I think we're at those muckrakers at Twitter, right? Something. Uh, uh, at those muckrakers on Twitter. And we are those muckrakers at gmail.com. If you want to send us your own, uh, am I the asshole? Uh, dear Wesley um, stories. Am I the manager? <laughs> dear Wesley, am I the manager? We will tell you. <laughs> People keep coming to me and asking me for pay raises. I don't know what to do. Well, dear Wesley, am I the manager? I can't, you, I can't tell you how many times here, here in Savannah, I've been at the rail just sitting by myself, listening to something on YouTube, like just having a drink. It's after work. I'm tired. And someone will walk up and go, hi, excuse me. And I just go, wow, what, what is it? And I take my earbud out and they're just like, hey, I know it's your day off, but like, where's the bathroom? I was like, I don't work <laughs> here. It's it's over there. It's just past the stairs. Just go past the stairs. Like, I love it. I have to tell people I don't work here. I'm just a drunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. 
I love oh. it. Uh, if you'd like to financially support the uh, podcast, you can buy Dusk Belt books. We have uh, two of them out, and Peter promises a third one will be out or, soon. Or you first can quarter twenty thirty. You can find us on Cash App if I can find out what my Cash App thing we is. We have a Cash App. Uh, you can also mail us gold bars. If you have gold bars, email us at thosemuckrakers at gmail.com. We'll give you Wesley's home address. You can mail him gold bars or bees. Like either um, is fine. I will say this. If we make it to episode 150, I'm going to set up a Patreon for us. Okay. Yay. So if we make, we get to episode 150. <laughs> so we'll see, but we'll so we'll be like, please donate our Patreon because uh, Bobby needs beer money. If enough of you assholes oh, would just like subscribe and watch us on YouTube, then I will like run ads there and then we'll make money from that. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm getting married and apparently uh, that costs money, too. Yeah, apparently it costs money. Like you got to buy a ring and all this other stuff. Like, I believe that uh, the uh, the wife's dowry is supposed to pay for that. Is that how that works? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'll well, ask the parents her. of the bride are supposed to pay for the wedding, but the parents of the groom are supposed to pay for like the rehearsal and like give money for the honeymoon or something like that. Yeah. Do I get a discount if half of my parents are dead? Uh, um, I think it's just twice as expensive for your mom. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> I should get <laughs> I should get a dead I should get a dead dad discount. That should Jeez. be a thing. It, it was it was a long time ago and we didn't get together so too we soon. We did we didn't get along. So I mean I'm it's it's okay. I can I feel like I can make jokes because like as I said to my sister the other day, man, if he hadn't died, I'd have punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Regularly. That would just be a thing. Yeah. All right, everyone. That is it for this week. Uh happy Halloween. Um, uh, we'll see you at Christmas. Da, 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 uh, if I can figure out how to we'll stop see you at Christmas or next episode. <laughs> see you at Christmas or next episode. <laughs>